A dealership? That's not a detail. It's a fucking car wash. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Hey guys, welcome back to Modified Lifestyle. I'm your host, Andrew. And I'm Ranjod. And last week, we went to a couple meets. Yes, we did. The first one being Project 6. Yeah, so you, you went to this one on your own. So how was it? It was pretty good. Honestly, um, it was at Garage 16, so I think a lot of the people that came out were really fans of Garage 16, and they had a really good turnout in terms of cars. The entire lot all the way down, if anyone has ever been to Garage 16, it's like a, it's literally a parking lot all the way down, and they have like maybe like 40 spots, right? Yeah, so I will say about that. It's it's a pretty small lot. Yeah. But like it's it's perfect for like these really small intimate shows. Impromptu like meets. Yeah. Um, yeah, they had a lot of spots there, and they got filled really, really, really quick. Yeah, that's usually, like, normal for Garage 16. Yeah. Yeah. They also had a had a decent amount of awards. I think they had a, they had a couple, actually. But they had a lot of raffle stuff, uh, which was really cool because they literally put it together in within two weeks, which is... Yeah, it's impressive. They had it a lot like, of stuff, yeah. Yeah, it, it, was, it was done, like, really short notice. Yeah. But, yeah, it looked really good. Like, a, lot, a good turnout. Like, Garage 16, they have, like... A lot of supporters, you know, a lot of JDM people go shop there for 100%, yeah. car parts, all that. They have, yeah. like, a huge selection. Mm-hmm. And they have, like, suppliers. You could literally get anything from there. Like, if you wanted, like, if they have local stuff or they could even import stuff for you. So, very popular. I know, like, I've been to a couple shows there. Yeah. Some meets there, and it's always good. Always good turnout, definitely. Yeah, and then after, like, in the evening, we went to Kaiser Nights. So, this yeah. was hosted by Northwest Lexus in Brampton. Yeah. It was open to public, so any, any cars are welcome, but it, like... Oh, it's mainly like Toyotas and Lexus and even Scions. I know yeah. a lot of other cars were there too, but yeah. Yeah, even though it was like hosted by Lexus, it, it was open to everyone. And we yeah. saw like all kinds of yeah. uh, different car enthusiasts there. Yeah. And they even had a, a full-on race car too. Yeah, that was, that was cool. That was really cool, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was a RCF race car. Mm-hmm. I think it still had the same V8 motor. Yeah. But it had a six-speed sequential That's crazy. transmission with paddle shifters. Yeah pretty cool and it was like all custom like that was the first like i've seen race cars before mm-hmm. but this one was like full-on race car like I, like there were so many like different yeah electronics and like, like it was all, all that stuff inside like even the body kit like it was wide body obviously yeah wide body but like it was so it was custom made for the car yeah so and, like it's one-on-one yeah and even i think like everything has like quick release too like the bump like the rear bumper has a quick release yeah and the front bumper quick release yeah. all that stuff most, most likely like I, I didn't really look at it that close but I think they have like everything cut out, like all the metal and stuff, and it's literally just built around on, yeah, around the shell. It, yeah, that's yeah. what it looks like. Yeah, and it, it even had like the side exit exhaust too. Yeah, yeah, and obviously like the full roll cage and like the oh, racing yeah. seats, all 100%, that. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Like I, I spent like a good while just like looking around the car. Yeah, a lot. Of, like I can't imagine how long it takes to build something like that. Yeah, because like when you're done with it, it's not even like the same car anymore. Yeah, like with with the right techs and stuff. It, could, it probably doesn't take that long for them. For us, it probably take us years. <laughs> yeah. To be honest. But like, like that, th- this was like a professional race car. Yeah. Right? It wasn't so. like a, oh, I built it in my garage. But yeah, besides that, a lot of uh, other cars actually also came out. A lot of uh, cars that are going to be put away before the winter. Good to see a lot of them come out. But yeah, I like the this, like the Kaizen meets. Like I've went to them in the past. Mm-hmm. And it brings out like the true Lexus enthusiasts. Mm-hmm. Like true Toyota enthusiast. Yeah. Like 
like you heard me talk about like the Lexus IS 300s, mm-hmm. like the older ones. Like we saw a lot of those there. We saw some like drift spec. Yeah. Somewhere like Stance Boys. And then, you know, we had even like the newer Lexuses. Yeah, some of the cars that stood out to me um, was the Sentry. So this was Toyota Sentry, I think mm-hmm. that's yeah. what it was. Yeah, I believe that's what it's called. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was really cool. It's like VIP, full on VIP build. Yeah. And I really like it because when he rolled in, he had like the, the Japanese plate. Japanese plate. And yeah. like, it's not like the normal Japanese plate. It had a light on it. Yeah, it had like a light. Um, like, yeah. Gl- it's basically glowing. Yeah. Yeah. And like people could see like from far away that it was like it had a JDM plate on it. Like he didn't even have actual plates even at the back. And after talking to the owner, he was like, yeah, I just roll like this everywhere. And like, yeah, he actually drives the car like that. Yeah. Yeah. Which is risky, but cool at the same time. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. Well, like it's full on JD, JDM spec, right? Oh, 100%. Yeah. So I think that kind of adds to the car. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, that's really nice. I think I've seen that before. I think it was at like fitted mm-hmm. early in the year. Yeah. But yeah, that's a that's a really nice build. Like it's really JDM. Like I'm sure a lot of car enthusiasts would appreciate something like that. Yeah, definitely. And another thing, um, there was a Mazda RX-2 there. Yeah, I think uh, both of us noticed the same cars here, uh, because that was really cool. Everyone confused it for Celica, actually. Yeah, I actually yeah. thought it looked like the first gen. Yeah, yeah. Celica. <laughs> But after you look closer, you can tell that it's a rotary instead of, like, the normal um, displacement engines. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even know, like, those things were still running. I've never seen one of those in my life. never seen them on pictures, Instagram, anything. neither have I, but, like, I think I looked closer. Like, I just kind of knew that it was a Mazda. I don't know. You could hear it. Like, when it was rolling in, you could kind of hear it. Yeah, you could hear the brap, brap, brap. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it was, like, it was really nice, surprisingly, because that car, I don't know how old it is. I think it's in the 80s. From the yeah, 80s, probably like. 80s, 90s. Yeah. Um, but yeah, really good condition. It looks like it was restored or it was just kept, kept in really good condition. Everything yeah. looked like factory, mm-hmm. even the interior. Yep, yep. Really, really nice. Really mint condition. Whoever brought it over, oh my God, that thing's worth like thousands and thousands of oh, dollars yeah. here. Yeah, and it's always nice to see like our friends. We had some of our friends from uh, Game Over, mm-hmm. uh, Game Changers installations. Yeah. Uh, one of our friends, Ammo. So he yep. was on the podcast earlier. Yeah. He came out. He's actually on the first podcast, I think. Yeah, so he was the a guest on the first one. one. Yeah. yeah, so it's nice to see him. Yeah. One thing that I really liked about this one is that so this was a car meet, mm-hmm. and it was organized by the dealership, but they they spent a lot of money on this meet. Yeah. Like it wasn't just a car meet. Like they had uh, food trucks there, mm-hmm. and they had the food trucks were paid, so you get free food, which is impressive. I think uh, other meets should take notes. Yeah, even like car shows, like car shows in, like in the summer and GTA, all that kind of stuff. They don't even have that. Yeah, because like honestly, it is it's discouraging to even buy food from the actual venue when it's expensive. It's expensive, yeah. Right? If 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 hosts would just like make everything just free and like they would kind of include it in their cost of like entry, uh, they weren't charging entry by the way. Yeah, so, this was free meat to go. Yeah, yeah, so it was like super free, but like take in they it's a it's a free event and they give you free food as well. Yeah, that's free food and they had ice cream truck that was yeah, also free, which is impressive. Yeah. Like, I was really surprised. Like, I like I think it was advertised, but mm-hmm. it wasn't, like, a huge advertisement. Like, yeah, it, they was just, it was just like, oh, whoever comes will get free food. Yeah, it was just, like, in the, in the comments. They didn't have it on their flyer. They didn't really promote it yeah. as much. Like, I even missed it myself. Yeah. And, yeah, that was, like, just really surprising to me. Yeah. And I think, like, other car meets, car shows in the GTA should really uh, kind of adopt that. Take notes, yeah. Yeah, because it definitely encourages more people to come. 
Yeah, and they were also giving away t-shirts as well. Yeah. So they had custom t-shirts from Northwest Lexus, which when I think about it now, it's a really good marketing move. Yeah. Brings out people that like maybe may be in line for a new car. Yeah, it's really cool that they're actually giving away free, free stuff. I think we're going to go back onto that point of other means to really take notes. Like we even charge people that even charge for entry. They don't even give as much of free stuff as, you know, Northwest Lexus did. But I think it's just they had the right connections is what, you know, happened here. They had a lot for free, I'm guessing. And most likely they just had the budget of really balling men's. Yeah, that's one thing I really liked about this meet. Like, even, like, this past summer, like, looking back at the season, mm-hmm. uh, we see a lot of, like, car meets, car shows, you know, they they really just want to profit yeah. off of their meets, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it makes sense, right? Because you want to put more money into the brand, more money into, like, the uh, the car shows, make it bigger and better, everything. Yeah. But Kaizen Nights, like, it's free meat. Yeah. And they're offering all this kind of stuff. Yeah. It, it was, like, it's really good marketing for them. Mm-hmm. And I guess... It, it works because, you know, they continue to do these meets. Yeah. And I really like because it, it doesn't change anything about the meets. Like, even, like, last year. Yeah. Same vibe, same energy. Like, they had the m- music, DJ, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Everything's the same, you know? And honestly, I I might be wrong to say this, but it, that was probably one of the best meets we w- went to in a while. Like, it was so chill, such nice vibes, you know? Like, we just relaxed, walked around, talked to the owners. That's about it, right? Other meets, like... There's too many, like, two-steppers and everything, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And it just kind of ruined the night for everyone because, like, people ended up getting kicked out. There was no cops at this meet. It was really chill. So we didn't really have to worry about anything at all. Yeah, yeah. Nothing, like, you say that. That's actually true. Yeah. Like, even, like, we don't go to a lot of meets. Yeah. But there's a reason because of, like, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, meets getting like, shut down, like, two exactly. steps, police, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Because it's organized by a dealership. Yeah. Obviously, they have full control over the lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, people obviously respect them. Mm-hmm. You know, people aren't doing, uh, like, two steps, doing burnouts, uh, like, ripping it on the way out. Yeah. And, yeah, it just overall improves the experience. And, yeah, yeah I would agree. It was, like, one of the best meets I've been to. I think it also has to do with the uh, the community. So anyone that goes that knows about Northwest Lexus just knows that it's just really, really, really old and mature crowd, right? They don't really have to do with anything. Like the newer crowd, I get it. People want to like see people two-stepping and do burnouts and shit. But I think the mature crowd just knows that it's a responsible way to like preserve our community is just relaxing, just talking, not a hectic night, just, you know, not sending it all the time. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's what the crowd was. It was a mature crowd. Yeah. And yeah, I just really liked it about because of that. Yeah. But yeah, overall, like last weekend, it was pretty good for meets. Uh, Kaizen, hands down, like one of the best meets I've been to. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you could agree. Yeah. But there was also, you know, a couple meets happening on the other side of the border as well. Yeah. To, to one of the most, like, I would say one of the most popular ones. First Class Fitment and Slammed Enough happening down in uh, US of A. Yeah, so these are like full-out car shows. I'm sure everyone listening has heard about them. Mm-hmm. First Class Fitman, they've been doing it for 10 years. So this yeah. is their 10th anniversary. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we'll just start with that. Yeah. So this is at the Princeton, New Jersey. Yeah. the airstrip. Yeah. And I think the location the location itself mm-hmm. says it all. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's very, it was a very elegant area. You know, something like laid back. Um, it was at an airstrip, first of all. Let's just go there. How do you even rent out an airstrip? (laughs) 
Yeah, I'm assuming like this airstrip is like a private airport. Yeah. Not as much traffic as like larger airports are. Yeah. But yeah, they've been doing it here for 10 years. So obviously, you know, they're successful there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I think the first class fitment, like they've built a community around it <laughs> and people just continuously support them over the past 10 years. Oh yeah, 100%. And that's what made yeah. it so big and oh, yeah. why people like, like it so much. Yeah. Like I've seen people online say it's one of the best US shows you could attend. Yeah. And there's a reason why. It's because literally they only accept some of the most quality builds out there. And yeah, exactly. here's the thing. Here's the catch though. Their prices aren't as crazy as let's say Import Expo or Import Fest that we have here, right? Um, you're not paying like over $100. It, their fees is literally $55. Yeah, $55 for a car. $55 US. Like, That's like ridiculous. It, sh- it tells you something about like wh- what their model is. It's not, you know, running after the money. It's literally getting every single car that has that's quality built to register for the show and that literally brought up their quality of their the builder accepting yeah i think that definitely contributes to that yeah because like obviously like car enthusiasts you know mm-hmm. put money into our cars you don't get that money back you know everyone's yeah. like kind of tight on money all that yeah. kind of stuff you know yeah. so it kind of discourages people to go to these huge events yeah where like entry fees are over a hundred dollars oh yeah but like offering like a full-on car show for $55 entry, yeah, which is ridiculous. Yeah. Honestly. And uh, here, here's the thing, though. What I feel about car shows is there's always nicer cars outside. Not not no dissing to any of the shows, but there's usually, like, cars outside that should actually be inside the show. Yeah. Right? Yeah, definitely. And that's, the, like, the down, like, the really, the thing that really, like, kind of, like, triggers me, I guess, is cars like those should be inside the show. But they're actually outside the show, which kind of shows you that, you know, the events need to do better in getting the cars to actually register. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, like money's not the everything. Yeah. But I think like uh, like there's other factors for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Like we see it in Toronto all the time, like going yeah. to like the car shows in GTA, like Import Fest, you know, yeah. there's Import Expo, mm-hmm. even like the Envious show too. Yeah. Uh, there's really nice cars that don't even make it in. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I think uh, it's just the host got to do better in making sure that the... Uh, all the cars that they think sh- that should be in the event are allowed in, right? And I think that's what First Class Fitment does really well. Yeah. Like, their motto is quality over quantity, mm-hmm. right? And over the years, they've built up, like, a huge amount of quality cars. Oh, yeah, 100%. I remember last year, like, there was, like, a bunch of people that were cheesed or really, like, pissed off that they weren't actually even allowed in First Class Fitment. They got rejected. And uh, one of the owners actually snuck in his car to the actual venue and then they had like this whole thing about like they wanted him to move his car blah 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 but regardless it kind of shows you that like they only choose some of the cleanest and the, and the most quality builds right and there's a reason why is because it literally sh- is a good representation of the car community especially in the u.s yeah especially in the u.s mm-hmm. for sure and we see a lot of like people mm-hmm. across the u.s and even canada like this year the 10th anniversary a lot of people took their cars down. a lot of people were mm-hmm. in the show as well yeah that took their cars. Yeah, in. yeah. So it kind of like show again shows you the quality of the builds and like they're at, they're at the SEMA level, pretty much, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Where I agree where with you. like people are literally coming from all over the U.S. just to come to this one event, which yeah. kind of shows that you know 
they've built a community around this. Yeah, and it's like it's like a one day event too. Yeah. I think it's like it's not even two day. Yeah. yeah, I think it's like eleven to five or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So it's not even like two days event like some of the bigger shows are. Yeah. Literally, people are traveling across the country, across the border, yeah. just to go for this one day event. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Which shows like the loyalty that they've built up. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, like this being their tenth anniversary. This was also their final show. Mm-hmm. So final first class fitment. Wap, 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 wap. Yeah, that, honestly, it was really sad. We were actually talking about it like last week. We actually want to go to first class fitment next year because we kind of missed it this year. A lot of busyness, I guess. Which I, I guess it's kind of sad that like they're going to just stop doing shows. But I think they might be back. Let's be honest. Yeah, no. it's really unfortunate that this is, like, their last show, the end yeah. of First Class Fitment mm-hmm. era. Yeah. But I think, like, the Canopy crew, like, they have huge supporters, you know. A lot of people support their brand. Mm-hmm. I think they even have, like, other car meets and stuff in yeah. the U.S. Yeah. So I don't think this is the last real event that we're going to get from them. Yeah, most likely they're going to, like, reinvent and come come back with a crazier show. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Because yeah. they already have a huge following, you know. Yeah. Everyone live loves First Class Fitment. Yeah. So I'm sure whatever they do next, people are going to, like, love it as well. Oh, of course. But yeah, it's unfortunate that we didn't get to attend one. But, yeah, looking forward to what Canopy Crew has in the future. Yeah. And I, I'm sure, like, even next year, we're, there's going to be invent new, like, players in the game. Um, like, every single year, you know, like, with Import Evolution, Tuner Evo. They just throw some great events, right? So... We're definitely going to be down there for a couple of them, hopefully. But we'll obviously, time will tell. Yeah, on that note, we're going to move on to Slammed Enough. So this was a two-day event Mm -hmm. in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. And anyone who knows Slammed Enough, you know that. Same thing here. They throw a quality event every single time. Yep, 100%. Their, Their stuff is always, always good. I remember seeing some content from last year. And I was like, holy crap, this is a crazy event. Yeah, we I've seen like some coverage from the event and yeah, yeah it looks like crazy like there was yeah. like a huge crew from Toronto that made the drive down yeah. which by the way is like ridiculous i think it's like 14 hour drive it's crazy your yeah. back is going to be fucking gone by the time you get there yeah that that's like it's like a full day of travel yeah basically yeah. more than a day you're pretty uh, much just starting in the morning and uh you'll be there by night <laughs> yeah literally yeah that's ridiculous and but yeah a lot of people like that that's a show's commitment yeah. To the show, to the culture, yeah. everything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it also shows like how well these shows are put together. Yeah. Like 100%. slammed enough. Yeah. I think they actually like fully filled up the venue as well. Yeah. Like they had so many people applying, they couldn't even fit everyone in. That's that they crazy. had to reject like all these really good quality builds. Yeah. Yeah. It just tells you something about like the the quality of builds in the US is just crazy. Like yeah, yeah. you would never expect that. Like I think it's because they executed the Japanese culture really, really well and it just grew like crazy. Like since the the early two thousands, people are like just been into the JDM culture, right? Whether it be VIP, whether it be racing or anything, right? People have just adopted to it. And now we're at that stage where like we're like probably at the third third generation of like tuners, right? Where like all of us just wanna build some cool ass cars, right? And the culture, especially in the U.S., has has grown so rapidly that it's to the almost like on level with JDM culture. Yeah, I would agree with you. I think like the only difference between the North America and JDM mm-hmm. culture, like the real Japanese culture, is that obviously J- Japan gets everything first. Yeah. Right. But like eventually, all that kind of all that stuff just comes over to yeah, North America. Yeah, just trickles down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Like we we see it all the time. Yeah, it, like honestly, it probably takes like once a new part is released or anything, it probably takes a week for US US companies to even approach JDM car parts or like car manufacturers or not manufacturers uh like aftermarket aftermarket manufacturers. Fa- yeah. Yeah. Probably takes them a good week and then we got our parts here too. Yeah. Like for real. Like that's how crazy it is nowadays. I think it's just because the passion has grown over the years and like it's just growing from here on in, right? Especially, um, we're seeing a lot more cars uh, coming up here even from the U.S., right? Yeah, we see a lot of enthusiasts coming up to Toronto for yeah. some of our larger shows. Yeah, which uh, which goes to show that like I think the culture is just getting more crazy, right? People are people will literally drive to like Mexico for a car show at this point. Yeah, the commitment is is real, like yeah. in the car yeah. community, mm-hmm. and you see it like everywhere. Especially yeah. in the States, especially like in Toronto, yeah. we have like bigger car events. Uh, we see a lot of people from across the border coming up. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And same thing for like Slammed Enough, even First Class Fitment too. Like these events were on the same weekend. Yeah. Right? And they both had super successful events. Shows. Yeah. Yeah. And quality builds at each yeah. of them. 100%. Which I shows. Think, uh, I think one of our friend actually went to both, spoke photos. Shout out to you. Yeah. So everyone knows spoke photos. Yeah. 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 He managed to go to. First class fitment, and then he flew to slammed enough. Which again shows commitment. Yeah, right? exactly. Like if if you really want to, you could probably drive, but goddamn, that would have sucked. Yeah, that would that would have been like a rough ride. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Anyways, uh, slammed enough. It's you know always good event. Always good events in the states. Definitely check them out. For anyone that uh, like hasn't been to any like stateside events, definitely check them out. It's definitely a go to like once in your lifetime. Just you know hit up a a show down in down in. Uh, the states anywhere any show they're always banging so now we're going to move on to our car of the week so this week's car of the week we like to keep them interested if you guys didn't notice so like every single car of the week is always unique and this one's kind of weird so this week's car of the week is actually a nissan juke so i'm when this car first came out i uh, was never a big fan of it its styling is really weird it's it's an suv i hate suvs from start just because it's just a weird looking car, but for some reason, this car was done really, really well and it looked way different than, you know, what it originally was. Yeah, so it's it's no stock Nissan Juke. Mm-hmm. The owner of this looks to be molding a wide body kit on it. Yep. So it looks it looks like a like a Rocket Bunny kit. I don't know if it's yep. like an official Rocket Bunny, mm-hmm. but it has like the full on fender flares and mm-hmm. even a, like a little, it's not little, it'll, Pretty big ducktail spoiler on it. Yeah, which uh, makes it look actually kind of cool. The original styling is just really bad, and like it just looks really weird stock. This really made it look pretty cool. Yeah, even like the it, I don't know about the back, but the front it looks like it's a aftermarket bumper or it's like a custom bumper. Yeah. So maybe it was like molded into the kit as well. Yeah. Uh, I assume the back has some kind of like diffuser on it, mm-hmm. but obviously the kit is like designed to make the car look lower to the ground. I'm assuming this person is probably going to throw some bags on it as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are, like, wider wheels on it. It looks pretty good, like, the way it is. It's not finished, obviously. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, just the way it looks. It looks really aggressive, really different, for sure. Something you don't see in the car community. And, like, I know, like, you, you said you don't like the Nissan Juke. I kind of like the Nissan Juke. Like, really? when it came out, I kind of like it. it it's really uh-huh. different, but that's why I like it, you know? Uh, it's really weird, man. Yeah, if you think about it, like, when you see a Volkswagen Tiguan on the road, 
mm-hmm. you don't really notice it. It just kind of drives by. It's like a family car, whatever. Yeah. When you see one of these, like, it kind of catches your eye. Yeah, I get what right? you're saying. Yeah, but, like, in re- regardless, like, it's such a weird car to, like, buy even. It's like the Kia Soul. Like, there's no Soul in it. I mean, there's specific markets. Like, this is right. the Nissan Juke was, like, Nissan's smaller SUV, like, years and years and years ago. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's been replaced recently. Mm-hmm. But when it came out, it was, like, really different. And yeah. they even had a Nismo version of it. So they yeah, had a I Nismo remember, Juke. And remember, you sent me that before. Yeah, so I think the engine, I don't know what engine it is. I'm assuming it's, like, a 2.5T, yeah. 1.8T or something. Whatever, yeah. like, the engine is stock. Yeah. They just turboed it. Mm-hmm. But obviously, it has, like, all the Nismo styling and stuff, mm-hmm. which is really cool. And they actually made... In Japan, I believe, there was a Nismo R. I don't know if that's the correct name, but it actually had a GTR motor in it. Which is crazy. I think they're, they only made a couple of those in in, in the world itself, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That That's, like, insane, Yeah. if you think about it. Like, that, that's, like, one of the only cars from Nissan that actually came with the GTR motor. Yeah. When you think about it. Yeah. But yeah, I know a lot of people don't like the Juke. I, I'm a fan of it. It's mm-hmm. really different, yeah. but that's kind of what makes it stand out. Yeah, and, like, this one itself is very aggressive, has, like, really, really big wheels on it, and I think it's just built for stance, but I can definitely see, like, this thing on the road one day. Definitely cool. Yeah, definitely definitely a stance car, but it, it could also make great daily. Yep. Well, yeah, that's our car of the week. I hope you guys enjoyed this segment. We definitely try to do something more unique. If you guys have a car of the week that you guys want to recommend definitely send it to us we can definitely talk about it on our podcast but now we're gonna actually move on to the meets happening all right so first meet that's happening next week is detail garage so this is a rising coffee mm-hmm. so this is happening on sunday august 20th from mm-hmm. 10 a.m to 12 p.m and if anyone who's unfamiliar with detail garage they're basically um chemical guys product dealer so mm-hmm. they have a full shop detail garage obviously and they supply all kind of detail supplies equipment all that kind of stuff that you guys need yeah and it seems like they have a lot of locations even in like the states and stuff yeah so it's like full-on franchise yeah so they're like worldwide i believe and i think like in the gta itself or not gta in ontario they i think they have two locations one kitchener one in mississauga and i think this one's happening at mississauga right yeah so this is the one in mississauga mm-hmm. detail garage 5775 atlantic drive mm-hmm. uh yeah definitely check it out October 20th from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Should be a good one. Check it out. Next is the VQ North Season Closer. So this is happening on Saturday, October 19th. It's happening at GRP, just like last time. This is located uh, 2344 South Sheraton Way in Mississauga. Definitely check it out. If, you, if you're into VQs or just like the car scene in general, definitely hit it up. Yeah, VQ North, like they have a, obviously a huge community in GTA. Uh, always good meets like i've been to a couple of them they always bring out like a good crowd and like it's open to anyone really mm-hmm. like even though it's, it's vq nord season closer like anyone could come yeah so whatever car you have you could definitely check it out all right next up is cscs so they're back for a final event this is a uh, drag racing only i believe mm-hmm. so this is their finals drag racing it's happening on october 20th at tmp mm-hmm. so obviously they had like their final i think it was round five Mm-hmm. back in september but I, I guess a lot of people wanted like another drag event so mm-hmm. they're back this is drag racing only mm-hmm. so only a drag strip is open um but yeah you guys could check out their page if you want to register it's october 20th at tmp definitely check it out their their events are always jam-packed 
yeah so if you're into racing if you're into like drag strip racing definitely good one for you yep next is uh the mystery cruise by cruise c-r-w-s-e and drive for cancer definitely check it out uh this is their 2019 season closer as you can tell a lot of season closures happening now it's happening october 20th on sunday they're actually having a cruise from uh an area in brampton and i don't know where exactly they're going but they end up actually sending you all the details when you actually come there yeah, so this is the whole concept of, like, the mystery cruise. Mm-hmm. I believe this is, like, the first one I've seen of its type in I, Toronto. Yeah, I think this is, yeah, like, from them, I think this is, like, their third one. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. they're definitely, like, the first, um, like, team to put something yeah. together like this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've seen it in the past. Like, it's it's great event, really well organized. Mm-hmm. I think they even have uh, photographers, like, along the route. Yeah. So you get some cool pictures of your cars. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, the destinations, it's always really good. Yeah. So 100%. if you're into that, you could probably register. Yeah. I mean, if you just check out their Instagram account. Yeah. It's C-R-W-S-E. Uh, or, uh, f- or you can hit up Drive for Cancer. Yeah. So definitely check that out for all the details. All right. So next up, we have the final event of Drift Jam. So this is their Spooky Vibes event. Ooh. It's their Halloween special. It's happening at the Gamebridge Go-Karts from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. And this time, they're going to be drifting into the night. So, obviously, like, days are getting shorter. Mm-hmm. Uh, sunsets a lot earlier. Yeah. And they're going to be going till 8 p.m. Yeah. And I think we talked about it last week. But, like, drifting at night, it's, like, super cool. Yeah. Like, it's, it's something, like, just totally different than, like, a regular drift mm-hmm. event. I think I've seen, a, like, coverage even from last year. And they, they just, like, turn on their neon lights and, like, drift around. Yeah, it's, like, it's really cool. Which makes it so much cooler. Yeah. You can't see the cars, but you see all their... You see all the like, lights. Yeah, yeah, which makes it so much cooler. Yeah, definitely definitely something to hit up if you're into drifting. Yeah. Last but not the least is Gridlock. It's this, this is by My Whips, Low by Nature, and West of Six. Three big hosts, and they do it pretty big, too. This is happening on October 20th, 2019. So they actually have a, a rap sponsor. Fan, uh, Phantom Auto and F- FCE. Yeah, they're, th- this event's supposed to be really big. I, I've seen their online polls. Uh, so you, us, like us, the people can actually vote for which car is better, uh, which is really cool. So there's no bias or anything. Um, I think they're doing like top 16. Yeah, so I think it's top 16. And then you, like, I guess the participants or like the spectators are voting on the cars. Yeah. So definitely different kind of uh, judging. Yeah for like a car show yeah definitely interesting way to do it yeah it should it should be good yeah um i'm curious to see how it turns out yeah but like west of six like they always host like really good car shows yeah like they're pretty well known in the car scene yeah and they're back in mississauga this time so a lot of the people that couldn't make it out because of the you know how far they're yeah the location was last time yeah they can probably make it out this time so which is good more people will come out a lot more cars and it'll be chill vibes yeah if I didn't actually say the location, it's at Kingsbridge Garden Circle in Mississauga. So it's $10 a car, and yeah, it should be good. Yeah, so right off the 4 3 uh, here in Ontario. Yeah. So kind of near Square One. Yeah. So a pretty good location. I think it's like a central location for like most of the car enthusiasts mm-hmm. um, from west of Toronto. Yeah. So yeah, definitely check it out. But yeah, that brings us to the end of the podcast. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We appreciate all of you guys. If you guys have any questions, if you have uh, any topics you want us to talk about, definitely send them to us. Yep. Northside Whips on Instagram or northsidewhips at gmail.com. Yeah, we're open to pretty much anything. Um, any recommendations at all, we'll definitely take them into account. And we appreciate you guys listening, for those that do. And yeah, catch us next week. See ya.